0: The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley.
1: Hello, this is Tim.
2: And this is me. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast.
1: And this is episode two of
2: the Ayurvedic prepper series
1: and it's brought to you by
2: by the fascia fanatic cherica voiles lmt offering massage and body work in northeast georgia and all her information is in the show notes which you should be checking out either way
1: and we'll be right back to start it up stay tuned And we're back, but as you know, I'm going to ask, did you subscribe, did you like, share. did you share, did you all that stuff? But uh, but now I want to go into what we're talking about. Yes. So the first podcast in this series, we talked a little bit about uh, home protection. Yeah. Not a lot, but a little bit, and we're going to talk more about home protection in, in an upcoming podcast, but I want to get into... Uh in order for an Ayurvedic prepper, actually all preppers, but uh, mainly Ayurvedic prepper because there's a lot of preppers that are just wow, uh, especially in this one. But uh, an Ayurvedic prepper is you want to make sure you take care of the three things of survival. And one is shelter, two is food, and three is water. So if you aren't prepared with those three things, you are going to think about survival. Your brain will not go into thrive mode, it's only survive mode. So if, you, if something bad happens, which it will because it is, one way or another, you know, yeah. you know that you have shelter, you know you have food, and you know you have water. Yes. So the first podcast we talked about it a little bit the shelter, mm-hmm. uh, this this one I want to talk about food because in we do this one constantly. Yeah. Uh, so if we're traveling, if we're uh, in the mountains, if we're on the beach, if we're in a train, if we're on a plane, on a if boat, we're on a boat, we if we're with go goat, <laughs> if wherever we are, we always make sure that yes. we have food. Mm-hmm. That will last us several days, mm-hmm. if not longer. Uh, and and Ayurveda, and because I, I just read this from some interesting person uh-huh. out of California who is an Ayurvedic practitioner, uh, said in order to thrive, you should never eat uh, leftovers, leftovers, and you should never eat food in a can. Yeah. And I know that ancient Ayurveda always talked about never eating food in a can because they had lots of cans, right? (laughs) That's Uh,
2: right. Or food from a bag. Oh, yes,
1: yes, because they always had... uh,
2: Yeah, they had bags. I remember
1: in one of the first books of Ayurveda, (laughs) they talk about... Charaka.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Don't eat eat, uh, groceries from your refrigerator. Yeah. But where did this come from? Because it doesn't make sense that you have to throw out your leftovers.
2: Exactly, yeah. So, Ayurveda, uh, back to, is is a blueprint. gives us the big picture of how to thrive, right? The traditional Ayurveda. Which means it's not set in stone because the context is different. When Ayurveda was documented, the real Ayurveda, before 500 A.D., they didn't have the refrigeration that we have today, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't have the processes of developing packaging, right? Mm-hmm. That we have today.
1: In fact, that wasn't until uh, the almost the nineteen early nineteen hundreds.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, even in. The, the whole industrial revolution is what gave us the ability to preserve food, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, because back in the, even the 1800s, you didn't want to eat day-old uh, meat exactly. because it will kill you.
2: Exactly, or fish uh-huh. or all uh-huh. of that. So so yes, leftovers, you shouldn't even be going near them the days that Ayurveda was documented
1: Uh, full of stuff that will kill you
2: exactly but that's the that's how even how granola came about right because the leftovers were uh, causing dysentery
1: and uh, kellogg's created uh good grains
2: exactly that
1: were better than bad meat
2: exactly and that's
1: why the people were feeling better so history of food shows why Way back then, you didn't want to eat leftovers. leftovers, but today leftovers are perfect.
2: Exactly. So, the other thing uh, is that um, the whole can't food or food out of a bag uh, can be the way uh, that they phrase it. Is they one of the things they say is that it has no prana. Uh, sounds
1: cute, right? Uh-huh. Prana,
2: as in life force.
1: It actually sounds more <laughs> mystical.
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: Because yeah. no food has prana when it's dead.
2: <laughs> Plants
1: well, don't have prana when they're dead. Not no,
2: nothing. Nothing <clears> has. Yeah, th- there is no life force, right? The li- life force. So something that has is dead has no life force, right? So, uh, they say canned food or food out of a bag has no life force as opposed to raw food or freshly cooked food that has life force. Um, well,
1: and I've agree to some degree that fresh hamburger that just came from Mukau uh, is a lot healthier for you than uh, canned food exactly but that doesn't mean it's bad for you but
2: it doesn't have anything to do with the life force as in that thing that it's still it's not alive anymore so uh what uh, truly what food gives you is food gives you energy right
1: food is uh
2: food is information that's what food is in reality if you want to call it life force call it life force it's i have no problem it's actually your
1: life force but it's
2: but don't but don't say that this uh freshly cooked food has life force as opposed to something that's still nutritious that comes out of a bag because it has been packaged there with love and great intention Mm -hmm. to give you energy.
1: Now, I do have a question because you just said two things that are contradicting. Mm -hmm. First, you're saying that Ayurveda says that canned food has less life force than uh, fresh food yeah. mm-hmm. say a salad yes but but then Ayurveda also says don't ever eat a salad because salads are bad on your gut
2: exactly so
1: so there's a lot of lies in exactly the people and if you look at what the Ayurvedic practitioners say they're not giving good information no. they're not giving information that if you look at Yes. You'd say that makes no sense.
2: Freshly cooked food is not the same as raw food in reality, but it's been presented as the same. Yes. They'll say freshly cooked food, raw food, natural food as opposed to canned food or food out of a bag. So also you see a lot raw food placed in a bag, Uh right? In vegetables. So what do you want me to do with that? So some practitioners will say, oh, this food is fresh, the packaging is better, you can eat it. Some others will tell you, oh no, this, it's still packaged, It has still lost its life force, don't eat it. Well, the bottom line is that traditional Ayurveda says don't eat raw food. That's the bottom line because it's bad for your gut, and we see that today. Yes. Science proves it. So the packaging doesn't somehow take the uh, life force away from the food, <coughs> right? Or gives it. Or, it. it. Gives li- or gives Or gives <laughs> it life force. There is a lot that's going uh, on that has nothing to do with
1: traditional Ayurveda. Exactly. So uh, uh, I want to come back, do a little break here, and come back and talk more about now uh, how to Ayurvedic prep with food. Now that we've said how much Ayurveda is wrong, uh, at least the commodity Ayurveda is wrong.
2: Exactly. And
1: uh, we'll get into what you can do to stay healthy and thrive. No matter what's happening to you. That
2: actually makes sense in English.
0: Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you.
1: And we're back and we got a lot to say.
2: I know, yeah. So
1: so a plastic container in the fridge that has uh, spinach in it is better for you than a frozen spinach in a freezer that's
2: what they would tell you
1: uh but but they're both picked same time yeah one's quick frozen the other sits for days and then most people eat it raw and it screws up their stomach or they get uh, salmonella from it
2: yeah exactly Uh, so yeah so
1: so the concept of a lot of the commodity Ayurveda Mm
2: -hmm.
1: actually is making people sicker oh
2: yeah
1: and uh I'm not sure if it's a conspiracy to make money, Mm -hmm. to control, Mm or...
2: Or peak stupidity. Yeah. (laughs) uh,
1: Or they, yeah, they just don't know and they don't want to learn. Yeah. But that's a whole other podcast too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do have canned food. Mm -hmm. We don't eat it every day. Uh, But we do keep canned food. Mm Mm-hmm. And we keep canned food that's nutrient-dense.
2: Exactly.
1: We keep canned food that we would eat. Now, there, yeah. uh, we eat Spam on occasion. Mm-hmm. And I know they're, oh, my God, Spam, terrible. Uh, look at what's in it. Look at the process. <laughs> and look at the people that are in a blue zone uh-huh. that eat Spam daily. Uh, when we're in Okinawa, mm-hmm. spam is all over the place, and spam's or uh, Okinawa's blue zone, mm-hmm. and everybody says it's all vegetarian or vegan there. Uh, they're n- the soup that's named after Okinawa.
2: Yeah,
1: has eggs and spam and pig and uh, and, uh soy and soy but freshly made exactly, soy. Exactly,
2: not the genetically modified.
1: And almost zero vegetables. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think there was zero vegetables. It was hard to find vegetables there mm-hmm. uh, because we we didn't stay in the American area of it. We stayed in an area that was actually very traditional. Okay, traditional. exactly, yeah. And uh, it was very interesting. Oh, and they have spam sushi. And they yes. have spam this. And in so, very
2: pretty packaging. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so people that are living way over the age of a hundred mm-hmm. eat spam. Yep. So now I'm not again I'm not saying that it's it's the main staple.
2: Exactly.
1: But vegetables aren't the main staple exactly. there either. Exactly. And that's where I want to get with is vegetables are not really nutrient dense.
2: No, they aren't.
1: Yep. So so for us, we do go
2: You have to prepare and some of the vegetables, if you prepare them in a particular way they can have enough nutrients, but still they are not nutrient dense compared to other food.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we do go and we get, uh, we'll go buy a half a cow. Yeah. We'll go buy a pig. Yeah. Uh, we actually just picked up a lamb yeah. a couple weeks ago. So we do buy in bulk and toss it in the freezer. I was taught that from my parents. Uh, We had a huge freezer. We would go buy a cow or we would go buy or not go buy, but my dad would kill a deer, Mm -hmm. uh, go hunting for rabbits. We'd have a whole bunch of rabbits in the freezer. So we were always had food. Even though we didn't have a lot of money growing up, we always had food. I remember my dad would wake me up at three in the morning because somebody hit a deer Mm And we would grind that thing up and uh, put it in the freezer. Yep. So it was, it was nothing to have meat. Exactly. And meat is a very nutrient. It's
2: a very nutrient-dense type of food. And having meat, eating meat in, that has come a certain way, it is very, very good, not just for you, but for your environment. It's very good for the planet and you said it you know the deer was hit right on the uh-huh. road and you actually getting the deer and preparing it and eating it nose to tail yep. as much as yep. possible is the best thing you can do for for the planet for yourself and the planet it's so respectful it's and that's where in uh, Okinawa also that you mentioned Okinawa that they eat like that. They everything they eat, they do it with respect. Yes. Respect and gratitude.
1: They were always very happy at the restaurants when we went there, uh, and we were eating soup that had was a joints, like joint cartilage soup. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. Was, because uh, nothing had English on it, so we yeah. just pointed and whatever yeah. came to the table, yeah. we ate. And every time we pointed yeah. at something, they brought it. Yeah. And none of it was uh, a salad.
2: No, no. And they were, and it was delicious food. They were bringing it so happily. And they were just happy to watch us eat it with so much happiness. <laughs> well, I'm a sight. Yes. I'm a sight to watch when I eat. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: so, so for us, yeah. one of the main things is getting the nutrient-dense food in bulk yeah. and keep it frozen. Yes. Because freezing it keeps it healthy yeah. for us. And then we take it out and we eat it. Yeah. Uh, so that would be one of the first things we would suggest is, yeah. if you can, get a big freezer yeah. and buy meat in bulk. Yeah. Uh, I always see Or
2: fish if you or have fish the in bulk. opportunity. Yep.
1: Uh, uh, cause yeah, we get uh, a lot of fish too. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the things is, and we'll put links to the place we get, uh, meat from and the place we get fish from in the show notes, show notes. But, uh, I talked to all of our vegetarian and vegan friends <laughs> and they eat every two to three hours Yes. at the, the longest they eat every four hours yeah. and they constantly talk about being Hangry Yes. is that the word yeah uh, angry because they need they need food. Yeah. They need food. They need yeah. food They can't go and this is what I want to go into next before we talk about canned food is they can't Fast very yeah. well not saying you can't fast, but it's more difficult if you fast on carbs versus fast on Fat and protein
2: exactly so the idea is that when you look at ah. Uh, not not having to think about survival uh, on a you know on a daily basis the idea is to be able to eat as new little food as possible because it sustains you that's where the nutrient dense and diverse comes in so if you have to eat every 3 to 4 hours you cannot thrive because you are constantly thinking, thinking about, about food, food.
1: Yep. exactly and, and one of the That's, other things is it there's a lot more work yeah in dealing with uh, vegetables every exactly. two to three hours every exactly. four hours because you're constantly how am i going to cook it yeah. how am i going to eat it exactly and you're always and then so yeah. if something does happen yeah what are you going to do exactly because vegetables go bad pretty quickly yeah. You got to eat a lot of them to be able to maintain the calorie caloric intake that you have to have and you need a lot of you just need a A lot lot. you need a lot so for if you have good meat you don't need as much exactly and you can go longer without it exactly so i know that ayurveda also talks about and some people can do this some people can't do this but uh 12 hours 12
2: hours in a 24 hour period you always wanna leave an at least a 12 hour window for your body to digest absorb, assimilate and cleanse because if you don't leave at least 12 hours in a 24hour period of no caloric intake uh-huh. you can drink water. But no caloric intake, then your body is never gonna be able to cleanse.
1: Excellent. We'll be right back to talk about canned.
2: Canned what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stay tuned.
1: Canned meat. Okay, we do have some canned vegetables. Uh, but not a lot. We don't want it over-vegetalized. Too <laughs> I don't much.
2: like over-vegetalizing.
1: Yes. Uh, so we see the prepper world. They talk about having like thirty pounds of dried beans. Mm-hmm. They have thirty pounds of rice. They have eighty pounds of uh, lentils. And then you ask them, How are "You gonna eat that?" And they're like. Basically, if we really, really have to. what? And then you look at what is the, yeah, there's a caloric aspect to it, but there's not a nutrient. They are, they
2: are not nutrient
1: dense. So, so if you're putting all of these beans and uh, carbs like lentils and stuff yeah. and things in your stockpile, yeah. you're not going to eat them.
2: Yeah. And uh, remember those things also. If you're gonna eat them, you have to prepare them uh, the proper way. So would you would they soak them overnight? Uh, would they rinse them a few times? Would they boil yep. them enough? They're uh, not
1: prepped. Uh, you you have to work, no. I and mean, you're giving up your water. Exactly. You're giving up all these different things to get something that's Fire not of yep, some sort not that nutrient dense. Now we have food. That uh, we keep in cans, and so some of the things that we will keep is uh, we have, uh, what's the meat that we get in? a the bake- keystone. Yeah, keystone. Keystone Beef and chicken. It's, it's a little salty, mm-hmm. uh, so don't add salt. Oh, yeah. But don't Yeah, add don't add salt. salt. <laughs> but it lasts for like five, seven years yeah. in a can, mm-hmm. and all it is is meat
2: mm-hmm.
1: and salt. Yep. And it's sea salt even. Yep. So you're getting a good piece of meat that was quickly cooked, yes. quickly canned, and now it, you can eat it whenever you want. Yeah. Now, we're not saying we eat this every day, but we do eat it on occasion, and it isn't bad. Exactly. It's actually quite good. We exactly. make it, uh, uh, we do the, uh, sometimes I'll make the hamburgers with a uh, fresh hamburger yeah. or with some beans, mm-hmm. free fried beans. Uh, which refined beans have are a lot better for you than beans and rice. A
2: lot easier on your gut. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: and we'll have it with a cream.
2: Yes, heavy weaving cream. And
1: you don't have to prepare it because it's already been prepared. Exactly. So we keep the beans. We do have beans, mm-hmm. but we keep them as refried because they're already taken care of. So you're getting the least amount yeah. of anti-nutrients in it. and so you're getting the better nutrients and less anti-nutrients yep uh with that though we do have rice yep but it's not a staple Mm -mm. uh we'll add it to certain things uh and it does last a long time but we definitely don't have five gallons of it or 50 pounds of it or whatever we treat
2: rice as a dessert
1: yep uh and then uh uh tuna fish we have tuna fish and And salmon, salmon and we get that from
2: the wild planet
1: yep uh, also, uh, the n- new company we're going to be getting a lot of stuff from. Vital
2: Choice. Yes. Uh,
1: and we'll put a link for Vital Choice in there because they're also a yes. great, great seafood exactly. company. Exactly. Uh, and they do have canned, but I want to go after their other food too. <laughs> uh, so so those are things that you can keep in. Your, in and because we eat meat yeah. and because we eat fish... We added two different things. I know for when we go traveling, when we're teaching, uh, especially when we're doing a lot of the uh, sup yoga teacher trainings, mm-hmm. I would make a couple cans of tuna fish, put them yep. up, and that was set up for us. We were health, We ate good. We had eggs. Yep. We had different things in there. and Olive oil. Yep. And it uh, sustained us for the yes. entire day. Yeah. And we didn't have to eat a lot. No. And we were able to teach a 12- to 13-hour day, and uh, it was yep. easy for us. Where if we were eating vegetables, you know, we had a lot of vegetables, we would have to be snacking throughout the entire day. Exactly. In fact, we watched a lot of the students having to eat yes. constantly. Yes, the bags
2: of carrots yep. and, yeah, nuts. Yep.
1: So canned food, if you are going to buy canned food, and I would suggest having canned food on site, Because it's easy to store. Yes. You can stick it under your bed if you want to. The only place you don't want to do it is keep it in a hot area. Yeah. You want to keep it in a cooler area because it'll last longer. But uh, having 10 cans of, say, Spam or Keystone, that is at least 10 days of food that you can go without having to cook and without having to prepare with water so you can use that as a way of surviving while you're thinking about uh
2: thriving, thriving. exactly exactly and the and, that's f- and the idea is you you know you buy the idea is to store food that you would eat on a good day in a regular World, yes, and that's why all of the food that we talk about, we would eat on a good day in a regular uh,
1: world. Yep, and I talk. So
2: it we would we would never let it go bad because we cycle.
1: Yes, and like I said in the beginning, that we take this on trips. Exactly. So we will load up a box of canned food. Exactly. Because who knows where we're going to end up if we're camping. Yep. So if we're camping, we already have the shelter. Yes. So we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We have canned food, so we can decide to go longer in the woods uh, or longer wherever. Mm -hmm. We can stop anywhere. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, when we were teaching down in Weston, yeah. We actually lived at a uh, <laughs> rest, area. Uh, rest area for a couple weekends. But uh, we, we had water yeah. in the truck. Yes. We had food that we prepared. Actually, I prepared outside of the mm-hmm. classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we had the truck, which was set up as a basically to sleep in. So yeah. we had everything. So while other people were worried about uh, passing the class we didn't even have to worry about teaching the class because we didn't have to even worry about food we didn't have to worry about those three things yes to survive
2: yeah and that's the whole concept of uh the ancient stoics right when they said uh try to leave you know every so often uh without your regular shelter without your regular food even without yep. your regular clothes yep. right
1: yep eat um, bread for a day yeah so you know that you can live off of it
2: exactly and that's
1: what we're getting at is eat canned food for a day exactly just to see that you can literally live off of it yeah uh if you want to give it more energy you can uh, say some uh, chants over <laughs> it uh you can
2: you can yeah you can do a mantra you can do the reiki symbol you yeah, can but, Uh, Why not just say thank you to everyone who was involved in creating that food for you, in bringing you that can of nutrient-dense food. Everyone, Mother Earth, every aspect of Mother Earth, and all the humans... Who actually were involved in you getting that food? The driver who drove the truck, Uh, the worker at the factory who helped package it, the the engineer who created the machine to help package the can.
1: So so everybody's involved in helping you thrive, and they're thriving because you're buying the food.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's all an energy exchange. So the Itadakimasu that you mentioned, we learned that in Okinawa, uh, is a way that the Okinawans thank all the spirits who were involved in them being able to have that food and asking those energies to help them do the most with them, so that they can thrive, and as part of their community, thriving.
1: And uh, just uh, one of the other things is, we do keep uh, some like sauces and things like that, that we would eat. Yes. So you mix it with the food.
2: And add more flavor. And it
1: adds more flavor, it adds more nutrients, it adds more things. So you don't have, I'm not saying eat a can of cold chicken. Yeah. Or a can of cold pork. Uh, but I am saying that if you keep things that you can mix, and that's, again, it's about prepping ahead of time, yep. is you taste this meat mm-hmm. with this sauce. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you might find out, wow, that's freaking delicious. And now it's part of your staple of every day or yeah. every week. Yeah, So you want to play with that canned food so that when... Something bad happens because we were on the mountain. We lost power for a week. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Now you can say, well, how'd you keep your freezer cold? Well, we have generators. Yep. And those are things we'll talk about also. And it's
2: not even a major yep. uh, big thing.
1: But you want to think of different things so that you thrive. You don't have to worry. So today was mainly food. We're yep. going to go over some other things in the next podcast. But today... If you have food set aside that you know will taste good, Mm -hmm. that you will enjoy, that you'll love eating Mm -hmm. with everything off. Yep. Not (laughs) close. But but having everything going (laughs) weird, you can literally be happy. And then I want to just real quick say about the whole bug out system. And yeah. bug out means that you have to grab stuff and run and because they're <laughs> coming to take your home away. Coming to take my home away. There's a song. Oh, yeah. But anyways.
2: <laughs> can uh, you take you away?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, bug outing is if you have canned food, you can. Exactly. So I never suggest bugging out. But, well, there might be a couple small things. But it's one of those things that even if you have to bug out, mm-hmm. you got food exactly. that will last.
2: Uh, you meant you missed out on uh, two of the important types of canned food.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. Uh,
2: sardines and anchovies. Yes,
1: yes. Those things last forever. They give you omega-3s. Exactly. They yeah. help your brain.
2: Exactly. They,
1: Especially the uh, anchovies. The anchovies. Yeah. I put those in a lot of different yep. things. A couple little anchovies yep. crushed up with your meat and your mm-hmm. sauce. Mmm, yummy.
2: Yep. Uh, anchovies and sardines are amazing. It's like... Taking, you know, yep. supplementing with omega-3s. Yep,
1: and I remember we were, what island were we on? And, uh, In
2: Eleuthera? Was it Eleuthera? Eleuthera or Andros? No, it wasn't, it was
1: Andros. Andros, yeah. And there was nothing yes. open. It was during Christmas time. Yeah. And there was nothing open yeah. except for this little stand.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: And I'm glad we had brought some canned meat. Yeah. Uh, we brought a little bit of tuna fish just, or sardines, just to yeah. have when yeah. we got there, traveling because we don't know if you get stuck at airports but when we got there nothing the kitchen yeah. at the hotel was closed yes. completely they had no food anywhere yeah. the whole island was shut down mm-hmm. except for that little stand and we lived off of mustard sardines
2: yep that and was
1: that was it that's all we had
2: and they were delicious yep. and nutritious Yep.
1: and that was it mm-hmm. that was it and then remember when we went to bimini that one time yes. and it was completely yeah. closed down. <laughs> Uh, we ho- had
2: no shelter. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't
1: even have shelter. The hotel was gone. Yeah. Uh, so there was no hotel. Yeah. That we booked.
2: The hotel that we booked was gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: the there was no food. The main ho- the main uh, place that we used to eat at, was gone. Somebody yeah. had burnt it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like this whole. What do we it do? Was a
2: ghost. Yep.
1: So we found City. shelter. Ghost Town. And we found food, and yep. we did live off of a canned food again for a week and a half, mm-hmm. and had a great time. Yep. So it is the concept of, if you can figure out how to eat canned food, you can really have a really good time, because we did. Exactly. And it didn't affect us at all.
2: No, and it's a canned food, the right canned food with the, with the right attitude yes. <laughs> about it, uh, can be very nutrient-dense.
1: So, I would like to say night-night because it's uh, way it's, over our time. It's way
2: over our Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive.
0: If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.